Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? The NFL playoffs are getting a new format. Do we like it? Do we love it? Or do we hate it? The name, image, and likeness is brought up a situation to where it may be a lot more pressure on some of these kids and it may be reflected in their play. Kyrie Irving and Andrew Wiggins may not be playing basketball this season in the, in the cities that they're supposed to be playing the most basketball in. And Arizona does an audit of the election. And guess what? It was wrong. The count was wrong. Um, USC is an absolute dumpster fire and Bruce Feldman goes in. Will Clay Helton ever get another job after being eviscerated like this? Um, the murder rate is has, has skyrocketed. It's because you supposed to because we defunded the police. It's a damn lie. Um, and of course, the best of social media. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amsden. And this is Reister or Wrong, the intersection where sports, business, society and pop culture meet the truth. 
absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door. No BS is allowed. We keep it 100. Um, you guys can always get a, a hold of us. 818-293-7547. We see a lot of your text messages and we respond to them. And you can send us an email. I'm mad. I-M-M-A-D at unafraidshow.com. So, Ralph, we will start with the NFL. They have come up with a new playoff format, and they're going to have a super wild card weekend that's going to be played the third weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in January. And with the playoffs on the third weekend in January – you have to expect that expanded college football playoff would have to be completed by the second week of January. So there are implications there. Do you like the fact that they're going to be playing two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday, and then having a primetime game on Monday night? I am 37 years old. Um, starting about a year and a half ago, every single thing that changed bothers me. Whether it's for the better or not. <laughs> okay, they, so so you became get off my lawn guy. Unless you were already on my lawn, then stay on my lawn. Please, nothing change. Okay. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, if they were to switch to this and then decide that they hated it and switch back next year, I'd be mad about that, too. I just, it, it just feels like the globe is spinning a little quicker than it used to. A little bit too many things going on, too much to keep track of. And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll start uh, watching Fox News and clamoring for the old days um, because I, <laughs> I, I, I am starting to resent change. I then, you know, I, I just have to assume that this was a decision that was made to continue to capitalize um, and, and, and grow. This is 100 uh, percent a money situation. It is not to yeah. put a better product on the field. Anything because putting a Monday night game puts the teams that play on Monday night at an extreme disadvantage. Like football is a sport where more days off actually help you because then your players are healthier and they recover. So that team is probably look at at the records of good coaches coming out of buys. (laughs) Like that's some biggest indicator in the history of the world that rest is helpful. Yeah. So then whoever plays on Monday is going to be at an extreme disadvantage. I'm assuming that then the following week that they're going to have them play on Sunday. So then you would hope that they wouldn't go Monday, Saturday, bro. That would be insanity. Like you would, you would need to double my playoff check for me to even think that that's right. So, so (laughs) do you think that this is good for the game? And also the the fact that the NFL is doing this on the third weekend in January, right? So if the college football playoff expands, then it's going to force the college football to be done during the second week because they always played a championship game on a Monday night. And I'm sitting here like, dude, the NFL is rude as hell, rude as hell. Because they will encroach on anybody's day. They don't care, dude. They don't give a damn. Christmas is whose day? Well, it was the NBA's day. Exactly. It was the NBA's day. Now the NFL is not having... And whose day was Thanksgiving? Football. NFL. Exactly. 
the the Dallas Cowboys and whoever was playing against the Detroit Lions. And now they've added a third game, which is which is where the Steelers pretty much always play. So I'm sitting here like, bro, they just took the NBA's day and was like, F your day. It's our day now. So this year on Christmas, they have Arizona playing Indy. They have Green Bay playing Cleveland and Arizona. And oh, wait, actually, yeah. So it's just it's just those two games. But the idea that the NFL is so arrogant that they're like, we will take whatever we we want. If we want to play on Christmas Day, cool, no problem. We want to play on Thanksgiving, cool. Actually, you know, you know what? We will we will take your New Year's Day game too if we really want to, and just steal your bowl games. Yeah, I, permanent permanent Thursdays. Why not? Two games on a Monday. Let's get it done. Yeah, it's it it's ridiculous. I I will, I'll say this: the the NBA instituted the rule that you had to be a year out of high school to help their own product because the NCAA tournament created stars, which made it easier for the NBA to market. And it also limited the miss rate on prospects because you had guys out there using number six overall picks on and duty Ebby and stuff like that. So the NBA tried to protect the owners and GMs from themselves from getting too tempted by the idea of potential by making sure that, that, that you at least were looking at one and done players, which would put people through the NCAA system, which would probably mean that they were participating in March madness, which would make them a household name amongst sports fans before they ever reached the NBA, which would mean that more people would watch the NBA draft, which means that more people would be interested in NBA games. And it would mean that more of the rookies perform over, over time. Um, I thought it was a shrewd business move by the NBA, though I didn't agree with um, what it did to force people out of the marketplace who might have been good enough to participate in it. The NFL is tiptoeing really close to the line of covering up the amount of attention that goes into college football, which is a big part of the reason why the NFL Mm -hmm. has such a great product in the first place. You want to stay out of college football's way because it enhances your product. The more stars there are in college football, the more people are invested in the draft and that whole process. And so um, there will be there will be burnout. And this is a weird thing to relate it to. But I'm going to throw this out there. Um, You can't just grow. You can't just always be looking for reasons to grow. Sometimes you have to fortify your core. Sometimes that has to be where all of your energy is. I had a lot of friends growing that grew up. uh, I grew up in Arizona. So I had a lot of friends in the LDS church, formerly referred to as Mormons. And one of the things that they used to do in the LDS church is they have a different activity every day of the week. And what they noticed was this this church that's known for like strong family values was starting to see a lot of their families disintegrate. Why? Because they always had something going on. They couldn't just focus on the family unit. And so Mm. they moved away from having something on every single night of the week to putting a lot of things on one day of the week and making a big push toward like having a family home evening where you focused on your family because you will everything at some point gets so big that it becomes top heavy and starts to erode. And I think that the risk is there for the NFL, but everybody's so 
consumed with cashing the check right away that if something comes along and causes the NFL to falter or suffer as a product, I mean, we, we, we still haven't heard anything in the last couple of years about how participation numbers amongst high schoolers are way down. JV programs all over the country are being completely cut. You go straight from freshman to varsity because football at the ground level is suffering. So it makes me feel like everybody's rushing out to cash the biggest checks they possibly can before well, Mark we run Cuban, into issues two, three years down the road. Well, Mark Cuban back in, I think, 2014 talked about the NFL. It said it's going to run into a problem. Said uh, hogs get fat, pigs get, no, no, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered, or which, which, whichever way he said. And he was like, the NBA is getting, too, the NFL is getting too greedy. That they are getting way too intense about wanting to, you know, make all the money instead of what you said, fortify their product and find a way to get uh, youth engagement up and all of these things to keep growing your like like you grow your game by growing your fan base as opposed to just creating more and more and more. So I think that that's where we're at with the NBA, uh, well, with the NFL right now. Especially with game, I mean, I, I'm I'm all for legalized gaming, especially responsibly. But you got gaming being legalized in all these states and NFL football being played on three days a week. Wait until you start to see some of like the societal fabric consequences that come out of this. Like, like what? Like dads not wanting to hang out with their families on Thursday night, which was traditionally the night that most yes of the best TV shows were on. Yeah, and or or um, I used to work for a nonprofit, Big Brothers Big Sisters, and they would always cite massive, massive studies about family availability on Thursdays. Um, as far as like being the best night to market charity events and volunteer events and things like that. Um, and the NFL is going to come in and, and, you know, you can make it a family activity or whatever, but if it's NFL Thursday, if it's NFL Sunday, if it's college football Saturday, if it's NFL Monday, you know, I, you would just hope that people in their individual lives are exercising some type of, um, balance <laughs> you know that you you can't you got people who are super invested and addicted to, to to football you put it on multiple days and it's gonna in the in the immediacy i feel like it's gonna improve your quality of life but you run the risk if you're a family man you got other responsibilities you run the risk that that there's some type of uh negative effect there you know i just think that uh, i i don't know um, maybe I'm being super soft. I'm very interested to hear what other people have to say about this. But as the NFL expands and continues to you know, take over people's lives and, and take their attention away from, uh, from other things, to me, it's not about starving out these other leagues. It's about how people are actually spending their time being productive citizens, improving life with their family, helping out in their communities. You can't just sit in front of the TV um, three days a week. So I, I would hope that um, this is maybe giving people more opportunities to see their own team. But if you're just an NFL fan, if you're out there wearing the Rob Lowe NFL shield hat, you know, I think it's probably starting to get o- overwhelming. I look at it the same way that I look at the people who like listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, three hours and 30 minutes an episode, three times a week. Buddy, if you're putting 11 and a half hours in to listening to Joe Rogan, you probably don't have a whole lot of time to do anything else. Not that there's anything wrong with the NFL, not that there's anything wrong with Joe Rogan, but, but like you can't let one particular thing completely take over your life. And to think that the NFL cares about how you spend your time other than where or not, whether or not they're soaking up that attention, they don't. 
They yep. just want your time and, and, and your money so that they can make money off it. I hope people are starting to, as the things they like become more available to them on more days of the week, I hope they're taking care of other responsibilities and people aren't fighting with their wives just because there's extra football on. No, no, you are 100% right about that, bro. Um, now, speaking of football being on in college football, I am wondering, Ralph, if name, image, and likeness and the and the amount of money that is available to these young kids, if it's not hurting their performance on the field, like if if they are, you know, feeling even a greater pressure to perform because they are like your DJ Ua Angalele that threw for 400 yards in what two games last year, and now he can't hit the broad side of a barn. And Clemson's, but part of it is Clemson's offensive line is bad, but he's been bad too. So, but he's on Dr. Pepper commercials. He's all over the place, making making money. Spencer Rattler hasn't played up to expectations. Neither has Sam Howell, but he's more of a divisive prospect because he's super young. I mean, because he's got no neck and he's short. But um, and then also, um, who's the who's the other kid? CJ CJ Stroud out of Ohio State. So this is like a real thing, and I'm wondering if we're seeing some of that transpire where where the kids are you know feeling that pressure and not performing up to it i don't know what the difference is between the pressure that you would have felt before uh nil because everything that you did ultimately added to your ends on draft day right like that you were you you were already in a situation where the pressure was great and that you had to perform up to par in order to be able to cash that check eventually I would be more concerned about what happens to people after they get money Mm. because that wasn't really a factor before. And and now it is. We've seen countless people across multiple sports whose drive has been altered by the fact that they're the dog that was chasing the car who caught up to the car. Now what? Yeah. Right. Like if, if if you were in it to be able to, to take care of your family and all of a sudden you can take care of your family uh, way before you be you used to be able to, then is the incentive to continue on the road to success lessened? I think it's going to be different psychologically for everybody. But for the most part, I feel like most people in college football, especially on the high level, were all racing toward a payday anyway. And yeah. already had an immense amount of pressure, especially if you're a quarterback at Oklahoma or Ohio State or Clemson or something like that. I don't know how the pressure could be any greater. No. Hmm. Like That's wait, a you, got, you, you got the CEO of of Bojangles in your DMs. See, you okay, all right. So, so now, do you think that that's going to impact like how coaches play because they know that these kids have money on the line? So you're more hesitant to bench him, or or do you think that they're going to operate the same way that they do? But it's going to be the companies with the name, image, and likeness deals that ultimately end up either like changing the way that they structure these deals because they may understand that you know that a surefire thing like DJ Uangalele after last year, it may not be quite as sure, which seems completely bizarre. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure you could come up with some hypothetical situations that would seem like a conflict of interest. Like, let's say that Affleck approached Bryce Young to be in a commercial with one of their spokesmen, Nick Saban. Yeah. Then would Nick Saban hesitate to bench Bryce Young because they got a commercial shoot later in the week? Like, I I don't know about any of that. Like, but I I I don't think. I don't know. To me, these are all good problems. <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, to yeah, some they people, are they like, problems. Yeah. They seem like extra problems to people who, um, you know, I just talked earlier in the, in the podcast about not liking change. Um, you know, I think to a lot of people, it probably just feels like change and change feels like a problem. So they don't like it. Um, but right now, this is this is this is capitalism. This is gambling. You're gambling on whether or not a player will be successful. You know, uh, Reichard Automotive giving Quinn Ewers a hundred thousand dollar car when he's the fourth string quarterback. That's a gamble. Yep. You know. Oh, speaking of that, you guys go back and listen to the last episode if you missed it. The Ohio State recruiting scandal. Well, the recruiting site scandal, not the actual school scandal. Yeah. Ohio and, State is hoping that it doesn't turn into an actual school scandal. Yeekers, bro. That would be wild. And you know that, you know, people are going to start asking way, way, way more questions now. All right. I'll tell you. So so let me, let me give you an example of actually putting some some money in some kids' pockets. So I have a show for, for Arizona Varsity um, where I just interview one high school coach a week. It's like a 10 minute show. It's not, it's, it's nothing. It takes no, um, no time for me or anything like that, but I wanted an intro to the show that made it a little bit unique and different. So I jumped on cameo and I paid former Arizona high school athletes to record my intro using a website like cameo. There's absolutely nothing in the world to stop a booster of a program from funneling. So let's say that like Spencer Rattler costs 250 for a cameo. Okay. There is absolutely nothing stopping a booster from s- submitting a request to Spencer Rattler that just says like, Hey, record yourself saying the word hi. And then that's $250 minus whatever cameo takes out of his pocket. That's $250 that he can make for less than two seconds work. And you could do that 50, 60 times a day if you wanted to. Yeah. Like it's it, we we're living in. See, really, see but really I don't mind times. that. Like there are some people that that bothers. I it, it's it's a free market. Like it's it, it's yeah. like tipping somebody on Twitter or tipping them on whatever live stream that they're doing. It's an opportunity, and so I don't. I, listen, if yes, there are going to be some people who pay that much, but who cares? Like who does that impact? Who does that hurt? Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yep. it, it's it's really up to the, the, the people who are going to be going into a system of capitalism to, to figure out how to to um, manage that early on. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have an issue with it. I yeah. personally do not have an issue with people making money off of uh, an organization that is making money off of them. Like, I don't know why I would ever have an issue with that. I do worry. I do worry that some people aren't cut out to have money or have these type of responsibilities or problems at such a young age. And I worry about what it'll bring to them. But at some point, they're going to have to learn. Well, to I would way. rather that they have that problem and figure it out that way. <laughs> I mean, because it's the same true. Somebody gets 30, 40, whatever. Like you, you, you have windfalls at those times and people still make bad choices. Yes, you may do it more when you're younger. 
But but it's grown people, grown men and women who have windfalls that that do that just blow it or just fall apart. So, yeah. And that's why I think it's important that the schools and the NCAA and all these people support them. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Uh, Kyrie Irving and Andrew Wiggins have a problem because the cities that they play in, in Brooklyn and in San Francisco, have said that all employees of teams that play in those cities, that they must be vaccinated. So that means that Andrew Wiggins would not be able to play games in San Francisco. Kyrie Irving would not be able to play games in Brooklyn. And they couldn't play at either team stadium and neither one of them wants to get vaccinated. This is a problem, Ralph. 
This is a problem. And without necessarily de- debating the right and wrong or whatever, because these are the rules that we are. Li- this is Caesar's law right right now. This is like trying to send your kid to school without a without a chicken pox vac- vaccination. It's not going to work, you know, or you have to find some sort of medical loophole that goes that does a lot of jumping through but the issue is is that the cities are going to be unrelenting because they know that if they let somebody through with it just like the state of washington with nick rolovich they're a washington state's head coach if they let this dude slide all the other government employees and the rest of the employees in these places, they're going to be like, yo, you let that dude do it. I got the same exemption that that he does. So you're going to be have your power consistently challenged if you don't reinforce this. So regardless of whether it's right, wrong and different, the warriors have a problem. They have to convince him and. They're going to have and and I think you're going to have an easier time convincing Wiggins because he was like, I'll do it maybe if I'm mandated to. And if it's going to cost me millions of dollars because I can't play in those cities, well, because I can't play home games, 41 home games. And then Kyrie Irving, I think, is going to be a tougher nut to crack. I respect it. I think I, I don't um, agree that this is the right path forward. But if you're going to put your money where your mouth is, I respect it. I've been watching a really interesting debate unfold online about, um, you know, cause you had had a conversation with me about, about, uh, you know, some, some, some people that you had heard potentially um, were looking into fake vaccine cards. I had gotten word that a college football player had, duped his team by getting a, a, a fake vaccine card. So I was looking more into like how people are actually getting their hands on these and stuff like that. I saw that you pay for them. They come from China. It actually costs you way more money than getting the vaccine <laughs> in the first place. And you could face potential um, legal ramifications if you use that fake vaccine card to fake somebody else out, like that woman who spelled it wrong, who's trying to travel to Hawaii. So as I was looking into all this, I noticed that the resistance movement, the people who don't want people to get vaccinated are actually also upset about people getting fake vaccine cards because it damages their movement because these people are trying to blend in instead of push back. So I feel like if you really, really feel deep in your heart of hearts that this vaccine isn't for you and no one's going to talk you out of it, then putting your money where your mouth is, is probably the best way to, to, to display your convictions in that regard. I know that Andrew Wiggins is applying for a religious exemption and, you know, Kyrie Irving might try to do the same thing, you know, based on some like Lakota or Sioux religion that he, he, he picked up on when he officially uh, became a, a tribal member. Um, but I can also tell you that, that uh, from, from my experience, <laughs> That that native tribes are doing more than most of society to push the idea that you go and and, and get vaccinated um, because they have been a community that is a lot more susceptible um, to disease than your than 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 your average uh, other human being um, in the contiguous United States. So I, I'm I look at Kyrie Irving and I just say like you know yeah you you could just say that he's on some new level of he kind of hops from lily pad to lily pad of of bullshit that he's on at any given time. Um, but if both of these guys have decided that the vaccine's not right for them and they want to pay massive penalties 
um, and, and risk the, the, the balance within their own locker room to do so. I definitely respect that more than somebody yeah. who just goes out and gets a fake piece of paper uh, and is lying to everybody. See, you can respect somebody who is willing to go to the mat for their convictions, right? Even if you don't agree with them, you can you can say, OK, that person was really about it. You know what I mean? About what they said. And there's a certain level of respect, even if the person's wrong, that you got to say, wow, the person was willing to go down with the ship, even, <laughs> even if it was wrong. Uh, but I mean, it and but I think that most people, when you start to affect their paycheck and they can't get that same paycheck somewhere else. That could be an issue because if you have Andrew Wiggins, it's Willa, you see how much he's m- m- making this year, Ralph? All the money. He is a he is a top 20 payroll player. He makes a ridiculous. He makes over 30 million. OK, so over 30 million dollars. Right. So, OK, 30. Let me pull out my handy dandy calculator instead of we're doing talk, we're talking at least 300 grand per home game. Jeez. Okay, so what's that? Forty-one times three hundred thousand. And he that's twelve he million. No, no, it's actually more than that because that's only twelve point three million dollars. And he can't play in Toronto, and he might not be able to play in New York, and it's possible that he won't be able to play against the Clippers, the Lakers. So let's say it's fifty games. Oh, okay. Actually, let's let's look up his exact salary just just so we are. Because I didn't even consider that at first because I was like, yo, like that's a lot of damn money because, okay, so he is making this upcoming season. Okay. A modest thirty one point five million dollars. Right. Okay, so I'll do I'll do the math while you talk talk it out. Okay, so he's making thirty one point five million dollars this year and they play eighty two games, forty one home games plus a few cities that he would not be able to play in as well. And you're saying he could miss up to 50 games. Yes. Okay. So 31 and a half minutes. So he makes $384,146 per game. Multiply that by 50. And you're looking at giving up $19.2 million over a, over a free inoculation. And Kyrie Irving is makes three million dollars more than him, so so you can You're approximate nineteen point five to twenty million dollar hit. Yeah, yeah, over the vaccine, bro. See, okay, see now this goes to where where you are in life, right? Because if you just tell a normal person, all right, look, you're going to lose nineteen million dollars, they'd be like, hell no. Kyrie Irving has already made $158 million. So while that $19 million is still like a super hefty price tag, right? I think it also does lessen the blow when, and then when you have Wiggins, who's already made $105 million. So I think that you're more willing to stand on that sort of rooftop and say, listen, I'm convicted when you know I have generational wealth already. Yeah, and I would say that, you know, Kyrie Irving's two favorite uh, uh, habits seem to be pretty cost effective anyway. YouTube is free and Sage is like five dollars. So <laughs> he'll probably be fine. All right. Um, all right. So next thing up. 
The USC dumpster fire that has been exposed by Bruce Feldman, college football insider, connections everywhere. And he went into detail on a story on The Athletic about Clay Helton. And I just found this extremely fascinating because Clay is a guy who everybody regards as a good human being, like does the right things. But they interview uh, former staff members, uh, coaches who coach against him, people from afar. It was like the quotes were pretty scathing. And USC's looking to hire a new coach. And I'm wondering how much damage has been done to the brand, not just by Clay Helton's tenure, but going back to Sarkisian, Lane Kiffin. They fired their last three head coaches. Recruiting is down especially over the last eight years. They haven't been putting first-round draft picks at the nowhere near the level that when Pete Carroll was around. And I'm wondering if we are watching USC become Nebraska right, right now, where Nebraska fans still think the past is the past, right? And they're like, we can, we can reclaim those glory years. And I'm thinking, I don't think so, pal. Like, it, it, I think it's going to be a lot tougher than their fans want to admit. Yeah, this was my primary takeaway from this. I was not as shocked. I was not as, I didn't gasp as as, as many times as most people. I saw people sharing this, like, can you believe, can you believe? Like, yes, we've seen the results on the field. We definitely can believe a lot of this stuff is happening. But to me, it really came down to one thing. Because hindsight's twenty twenty. You can come up with as many examples as you want as to why this went poorly. But I think it's all summed up by one thing. You still have to outwork people. Mm. That that part never changes. You still have to outwork people. They called this a Ferrari, right? Yeah. That Clay Helton was given the keys to a Ferrari. Okay. The best driver getting the best car is what creates the best result. Okay. Period. So if you get somebody who's meant to be behind the wheel of a station wagon on a cross-country trip and you put them behind the wheel of a Ferrari and you make their primary mandate not getting any speeding tickets, then you have Clay Helton. Did the car perform up to its capabilities? No. Did he get any speeding tickets? No, because he's supposed to be driving a family vehicle cross-country to Orlando (laughs) for a Disney World trip. He's supposed to be in in a souped-up minivan. Like, right. and they, like, and like it's family? got TVs in the back, though, so the kids are comfortable. Every, like, he's not supposed to be driving a bucket. He's supposed to be driving a very nice car that is comfortable, that, you know, that it that isn't going to draw alarms or from from the police when you when you pass them. They're not going to wonder what's in the car. There's no tent like there's a, but yeah. You, yeah. you already lost your license once. You got nine points. You don't want to go over 11. You got to make sure you don't get any speeding tickets. <laughs> you did your job. You're trying to get there on time. But the fact of the matter is it's a it, it's a race. Right. So you have other people around you with their different vehicles who are out working you. Maybe they get up earlier in the morning. Maybe they drive later into the night, whether they're following the rules or not is always up for, for debate in some schools cases in the PAC 12, it is not up for debate. They definitely were not. Um, But at the same time, if USC is going to be painted as a Ferrari, then you need somebody worthy of driving that Ferrari. 
um, who is also going to put in the work. Nothing matters if you're not going to put in the work. And, and, and that was the most evident thing about him. When they hired Clancy Pendergast to be the defensive coordinator, that he wasn't going to be a recruiter. He was never going to be a recruiter. Like, you, you still have to outwork people. Chris Peterson said this. Chris Peterson said this at halftime uh, of this past weekend when they asked him what USC needed more than anything. Relentless said, recruiter. Relentless recruiter, yeah. You need someone who is still going to outwork everybody else, and they're going to be paid to outwork everybody else, and they're going to have all of the tools in the world to build the best product that they can. But if they're not using them all, if they're not working their hardest, then this is what you're going to get. And there's one get- person in the conference that it is going to be extremely hard to outwork recruiting. And that's Mario Cristobal. Right. And they I mean, they do have somebody in that head coach position right now. Who's yeah. Who would do? Yes. To do it. Correct. Um, is at he, least at is least at the same energy and effort that Mario Cristobal would. Is he ready to do the rest of it? You know, I I don't know. Yeah. Is he, is he also ready to keep them on the straight and narrow while doing the rest of it? I, it it I can't just be a pendulum. Yeah. It can't just be a pendulum swing. Th- that's one of the biggest problems in all of college football is when you hire somebody to make up for your previous issues. Right. L- take Arizona State. Arizona State hired a disciplinarian to make up for Dennis Erickson. And then they lose out on Dennis Erickson ability to bring in high end high school talent. Yeah. And then they hire somebody that they believe can bring in high and high school talent who does not have any experience. And now they're in the situation that they're in now where the next coach they fire. <laughs> so you keep trying to chase the. Yeah, you're, you're like a gambler trying hole. to chase the trying trying to chase the loss. I yeah. was I was watching um, uh, the I am athlete podcast and Brandon Marshall talked about one time when he was early in his career, he went to Vegas and he went with like $5,000 and they decided that. And so he gambled and then they told him like, yo, you can, you can, you can get a marker. So he got a marker for $70,000, lost the $70,000, went to another casino trying to chase that, got another marker for 70 grand, lost that. And then had to call and Jake ask Jay Cutler for $60,000. Hey, now you know why he goes to the map for Jay. Hell yeah, I go to the map for Jay too. Be like, you do net, you will never say anything bad about my quarterback. I cry on TV for somebody who bailed me out of a jam like like that. <laughs> yeah, is it, so uh, that's one thing that USC is going to want to make sure that they avoid, which is really really hard to avoid because the fan base clamors for it is 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 going too far in one direction it's not supposed to be a pendulum there's supposed to be balance if you're standing on one end of a canoe and it starts to sink you shouldn't be running to the other end because that end's going to run to the middle yeah or wherever the balance point is exactly and so that that's the one thing that usc is going to need to emphasize because they had somebody come in and clean up the program that part got done they solved yep. that issue. You don't want somebody to come in and neglect that end of it and end up right back <laughs> in the same situation. Back. Hell yeah. Well, we will continue to follow this USC situ- situation because the, every single college coach seems to be uh, on the verge of a raise right now or a new contract as it relates to this deal. If you were okay, so you know how NFL teams have started releasing like, hey, we interviewed this guy. Hey, we interviewed this guy. If you were a college out there and you wanted to stop that from happening, wouldn't you just publicly release who your candidates are? 
Yes. Yeah. Well, like, no. What, what yeah, the, but the problem what, is, is that, is that they then don't want. Well, I, I I think it's two twofold. First thing, they don't want to look like they got turned down because because remember, every single college coach they say that gets hired, they say this was our guy. He was our first choice. You're a damn lie. You knocked on like fifty doors, <laughs> and some of them were like, yeah, now nah, I'm good. So. Yeah, but if I'm USC, I'm saying we're taking applicants and people are going to know who that is. Do you have the stomach? Do you have the stomach to publicly admit that you want this job? Hell no, because bro. If, because if you, because you, then it, that could alienate your own fan base. No, sir. Then that's how you're going to know somebody's all okay. in. Dan, Dan Mullen didn't take, the, didn't take the Oregon job because of that, because it got out. So, yeah, bro, these these coaches are real serious about that sort of thing because they don't want to alienate where they're at in case they don't make a move. Oh, no, I have to be honest. Ah. (laughs) And Ruff's like, tell the truth or somebody will tell it for you. Damn right. right. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Uh, now on to the political portion of the show. Um... Arizona, Ralph's former home state, is they did an election of the 20 an audit of the 2020 election of the presidential race. And you know how everybody was like, yo, the the numbers, they're messed up. We need to do a recount, all of this stuff. So a recount was done, an audit of that recount. And guess what? 
Those people who said that it was wrong, that the numbers were wrong, they were 100% right, Ralph. The numbers were wrong, except they were wrong not in their favor. They were wrong in Joe Biden's favor. So Joe Biden actually won Arizona by more than people thought. So what was your takeaway from this? I mean, it... With the understanding that it was never about getting answers, it was only ever about causing confusion. Any money behind this, any effort behind this, especially the people who were involved, I know the people who were involved in this, like it, it was always going to be disingenuous. You convinced the, the, the public that they were jobbed in some way. Um, it, it's not very different than sports. Like, hey, hey, throw the challenge flag. It's our only chance. Throw the challenge flag. Then you throw the challenge flag. They show the replay. It's obvious that you were wrong. And then when the ref comes back out uh, and says, like, it, the ruling on the field is confirmed, you boo them anyway. Because you weren't invested in getting it right. You're just invested in your cause. You yep. just want them to come through for you. There, I do not know very many people uh, that I've talked to throughout the process in Arizona who have expressed interest in like, hey, we just need to go back and do a hand count to make sure that we allay anybody's concerns that anything was done wrong here. I've talked to maybe two or three people like that, and I have yet to talk to them since since it came out that it's 360 more votes after the hand count in favor of Joe Biden to see what they think about it. But my assumption is going to be like, all right, well, now we know um, my personal thing was like, hey, how the hell did we get it wrong by 360? I would love to know how we even got it wrong by by that much. I, I still uh, find that to be a what little would, bit concerning. Well, but I mean, but it's, million, it's millions of votes, though. Like it's yeah, it's millions of votes. So I think that that's actually a, an acceptable margin, right? Like that that if you're lo looking at what like point oh one percent of the votes, that that's a that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I just wonder how much longer it is till we get some type of system where we have an app where you can record our vote verbally. Uh, and then it gets sent in and tallied in that manner or something, because if, if whatever we've done to erode faith in elections, whether we're talking about Russian interference or Sharpie bleed through or um, uh, Donald Trump saying four million illegal aliens voted in 2016 and that's why he lost the popular voter or, or wh whatever it's has been done to erode people's faith in the electoral process that needs to be restored. People need to feel like their vote actually matters and they need to have some type of insight into how it's tallied. But, you know, I, I agree with it in that much, but to know that for the most part, all of the effort behind this was completely disingenuous and not meant to make people's faith in elections get stronger, but to actually weaken it. Um, that I know that nobody is going to pay any attention to this, to, to this result being further in the affirmative for Joe Biden. They're going to look at it and be like, uh, there was some other problem. You know, yep. or they're going to blame California, uh, which has already started, you know, yeah. that, that people coming from California are the reason that Arizona. <laughs> OK, OK. Texas is saying the same thing. They're going to turn our state blue, all those California people. And you know what the funny part is, is that those are the same people who will who will say, see, look, California is a cesspool. Everybody's leaving. Everybody wants to come here. And then they're like, no, 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 no. They're, they're 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 changing our state, though. Wait, OK, so I thought you said it was terrible. So then hey. why don't you tell them to stay there? And, and instead of applauding them leaving, just say, oh, wow. No, no, no. Cali California is great. You guys should stay.
All right. Everybody, I actually, everybody, actually think Florida, Florida is terrible, but you know, except for the <laughs> except for the no state taxes thing. Hey, everybody knows that you think Florida is terrible. <laughs> University of Florida fan. No, but but like think about it this way: everybody publicly complains about Californians, but then when it comes time for a Californian to write them a check for their home and the value is inflated, they happily cash that check. When it comes time to sell them goods and services or serve them in your restaurants, they happily take that money. So. All of the all of the complaining that's that's being done is disingenuous. They're not like Kyrie Irving. They're not out there putting their money where their mouth is. They're only if they were convicted about it, then they wouldn't do business with these people. Yep. So, Ralph, there is more controversy. So this graphic was floating around a lot yesterday, and that was talking about the the U.S. murder rate has gone up so much, it's plus 30%. And you had all these hot takes about that it's Democrat cities or defund the police. It's defunding the police that sent murder rates up. And this is Joe Biden's America in 2020. And I'm like, he wasn't the president. Like, he wasn't even in office until 2021. But that's, but that's neither here nor there. But the idea, though, that defunding the police, which nobody actually defunded the police in some cities, they did redirect funds to other places that would respond to like, you know, mental health issues instead of the regular police and things like that. I find the idea that defund the police that that has raised the murder rate to be disingenuous. It is just a talking point and it's lame because when the hell do police prevent murders? They don't. That was the question I had. They investigate murders. They investigate murders. Like it's a simple concept. Like, it, it, it's it's like the idea where people are like black on black crime. No, it doesn't exist. It's just like white on white crime. It is proximity crime. People kill who they're closest to. So it, the the idea that all of a sudden that people screaming defund the police, which I am not a fan of because I do think that we need police officers. I'm a fan of we need to train our police officers better that it shouldn't just be like a 13 week thing that you need a more extensive training. And there should also be people who respond to people who have mental health issues because police aren't trained to do that. I think that the nor, police should be there nor too. Should they have to be. Yeah. So, but what do you think about the idea though, that the murder rate is tied to, you know, the stuff that happened over the summer and people screaming, defund the police. Um, it's definitely a disingenuous argument to make. If you're saying that, that, uh, that protests and people's attitude toward the police has um, and, and that their funding um, levels have driven the murder rate up 30% over the course of a single year, because these protests didn't start in 2020 and Correct. you can see them, the, the murder rate dip three consecutive years before 2020. What did happen in 2020, George? The pandemic. Right. And so, I mean, why I don't understand why people wouldn't look toward the most obvious thing. Like I can tell you, like my, my family is probably closer to committing violence against me than they ever have been. Before. <laughs> like, it, and it, I mean, it's obviously like intimate partner violence and domestic violence is not funny in any way, shape, or form. We're seeing a lot more of it because people are cooped up. 
with, uh, with each other. And, and a lot of people, especially people, uh, um, uh, who are in economically uncertain circumstances have, have lost, uh, a, a, a lot of opportunity and have potentially, uh, been victimized or had to, to, to turn to, um, uh, extra legal uh, ways of of creating an income, which creates uh, larger, more inherent risk. But like, there's been studies done about this of whether or not response times actually prevent crime. And a lot of the studies come back and say, like, well, r- response times, which is fueled by more volume of police in a certain area, can actually help you arrest a suspect and clear a crime quicker. But as far as like if somebody's in the process of getting murdered, does it prevent that murder from happening? There's absolutely nothing to state that. There's other studies that suggest that if you add 15 police officers, you can decrease a homicide rate in a specific city by one per year. So what would it indicate that we had a 30 percent increase over the course of a year? That would be like getting rid of the police altogether, which did not happen. And you have plenty of cities that didn't alter. People were cooped up. With each other, and we it, this is this is the exact reason why that murder rate and well that domestic violence incidents are significantly higher during holidays than they are during the rest of the year because families are together, there's alcohol involved, there is you know tensions and elephants in the room that people don't want to address, there's anger, there's all of this. And then in the pandemic, people were not only like stressed, some people were out of work, they were cooped up with their families, tensions rose, all of this stuff, family, friends, all of this stuff, people had a quick temper. That's the reason why the murder rate is up. And then people go to, oh, well, and it's the disingenuous stuff like and then the, the the narrative turns today. Oh, you're banning horses at the at the border. Um, kids are more likely to be um, murdered in Chicago than they are to be than they are to die at the border or of COVID. You're just like, like what? What's this whole like they're more likely to this than that? They're two separate things in two separate events. It's disingenuous. These are just just I mean, like people who are using people who claim fear porn about the pandemic are actually claim are actually using fear porn. About these murder rates and all of this stuff that, oh, the the big bad Democrats are going to get you, the big bad Republicans, like whatever group that you're against. They use these disingenuous takes to feel fear. It's it's not about actually giving you the truth. It's about making you terrified of what happens if the other side gets a get gets an inch. It's it's terrible. It is bad for our democracy. And the fact that the truth is so, you know, taking such a backseat is scary. Yeah, the truth shouldn't be this malleable. People are engaging in rhetorical Olympics and they actually root for negative outcomes to be able to uh, create opportunities for them to present their side. Like people root for bad things to happen in this country so that they can prove that the country is bad. And I don't I I mean, it's like being a sports fan and rooting for your team to lose. So they'll fire a coach that you hate. Like you're at the end of the day, you're still rooting against your team. Like, do you really think you're helping the situation? You're not. And so, no, they are helping their own pockets. That's that's what it is. 
seen this thing go around yesterday and and I'd be I I even did engage and I I had a couple of interesting conversations about like well police deter crime and some crime leads to murder therefore police stop murder and i was like well that's definitely something that i'm willing to entertain but here are the studies that exist to show that like really specific things have to happen as far as police levels in order for murder to go up or murder to go down for the most part it's a crime of passion for the most part it's a crime of opportunity and domestic and intimate partner violence has been what we've seen skyrocketing all over the country and so that is something that we really need to 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 pay attention to like just think about it george if the divorce rate goes up 30 percent uh year over year do we blame people for not tithing as much to their churches so they can't afford to employ marriage counselors damn we would never we would never do something like that we would look at it and say like ah the reason that divorce rate's going up is because people have been um, forced into these situations in which they can no longer ignore the problems that they have, which cause them to manifest. And I think you brought up a good point about the holidays. I've driven multiple family members to the emergency room on a Memorial Day, on a Thanksgiving Day, because that is when the opportunities present themselves for people to. Yep. Um, and they've been holding all this in, in and they like, I'm going to get it out today. All right. I'm, I'm faded to. Right, oh, really? You said that to me. All right. Well, well, how about what you were doing with Susie and Carla over here with this, this, and this? And how about what your mama really did and your daddy really did? And F you and F you and F you too. Like, and then somebody gets stabbed with a kitchen knife. Yeah, and ain't, ain't ain't had nothing to do with whether or not police was in the area. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> it, had re- it had a lot more to do with whether or not Jose Cuervo was in the area. <laughs> no, you are right. Um, yeah, but we will continue to monitor these things and talk about them as well. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. The following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like 
a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Now, it is time for the best of social media. Now, 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 here's the best of social media. Where we literally show you the best things from social media. So, uh, the first thing that we have up is uh, to just lighten the mood a little bit. I posted this video on, on Twitter. I wasn't going to put it in the best of social media, but Ralph thought it belonged. I need help. I need a new office chair suggestion because this is what happened to my last one. You see that thing? This thing is on an absolute gangster lead. I can't sit in this thing no more. If you have a good office chair, drop it down. Send a suggestion, please. I need it. Okay, so this applies to you guys, too. If you guys know of a good office chair, please, because my ass is on fire right now. I'm sitting in a folding chair because we have tables and chairs here for when we have parties and stuff at the at the house. Um, And it's got a little pad on it. But this is like, bro, this is like one of the old school church pews. Bro. My, like my <laughs> tailbone is actually on fire right now. Yeah, I was wondering, you see people standing up in church, you think they caught the spirit, but for the most part, those chairs are just terrible. <laughs> yeah, yep. It, it but was... no, I, I I will say that you didn't tell people that it like that it broke on you during our last show. No, 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 no. That was just the final straw. Like, it was already broken. That okay, was you're just... Bleeding the... on, you're, you're bleeding all <laughs> over the floor, trying to get our show over with quicker because you're bleeding out your foot. Oh yes, because I because I cut my foot during during the show. I was bleeding. This is this is the level of commitment that I have to you guys. I was bleeding. No stopping the show. Show must go on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing from the best of social media is um, this happened a couple of days ago. The uh, L.A. Dodgers were playing the Cincinnati Reds. And then there was a kid who hit his first home run. And then Mookie Betts isn't the hero that we deserve. He's the hero that we needed. And how about your first major league hit being a major league home run? And he will be able to put that ball on a mantle or give it to his parents, whatever he wants to do with it. Now, here's the fans that caught it right here. Now, I'm assuming that this is just high recognition because they threw it into Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is like, I got the ball. The fans knew that that was his first major league hit. How cool is that? Rather than keep it as a souvenir or bargain for stuff, they threw it back. And Mookie Betts, a man of his word, just brought a bat out to the fan that threw T.J. Friedel's first home run ball back. That is being a good human. Mookie Betts gave the dude a signed home, a signed bat, dude. That way the dude could get his first home run ball back. And I still have my first touchdown pass. No, actually, no, I don't have my first touchdown ball because I gave it away. Because my first touchdown pass was Byron Leftwich's first touchdown pass. And I gave it to Byron. Ooh, okay. Okay. So maybe he'll let you hold a Super Bowl ring. 
No, he he let me hold that. But I but but when I do talk to Byron, though, I'm damn sure bringing that up. I'm gonna be like, hey, yo, B, uh, I just want just in case you didn't realize, do you know who you threw your first touchdown to? Be like, nah, who you fool, me fool. And then do you know do you know who had the ball? And he's gonna be like, damn, you did give me the ball. Okay, I'm just saying. Just saying. I don't want anything, but just Keep hey, man, that on your brain, though. Trade it for an appearance when he's the next major NFL head coach. Boom. Higher. Exactly. All right. Uh, the next thing on the best of social media, when the cameraman gets fooled, this was Appalachian State and Marshall last night, and the cameraman couldn't keep up with the ball. The sideline is giving their defense a breather. Michael Hughes to kick. Rasheen Ali, the deep man, receives it at his own two. They look to set up the reverse. They fake it. Ali's headed down the sidelines. And Rasheen Ali is going to return this kick. 98 yards for the down. And when I say he was absolutely fooled the cameraman, five seconds in, he's five chasing. Seconds. It's a fake reverse. He chases the the cameraman's chasing the guy all the way down, and then I mean, and the dude is hauling ass, like with the ball tucked up in neat and running, running. And then it was the announcer that probably triggered the cameraman to be like, "Oh snap, he doesn't have a ball." As a viewer, uh, as a viewer, I think I'd probably be annoyed. But it, like, it, <laughs> as somebody who's watching it after the fact, that's so funny. I remember I, I used to get furious when seven or seconds or less started to become a thing. Yeah. Because the the traditional way that they'd film an NBA game is they'd always do a close up on the person that was running down the court who had just hit the shot. Well, every time that they would switch to that camera angle, the Phoenix Suns would be getting a shot off before they actually switched the angle back to the full court view. And that went on for 60 games before people caught on that this is a new way of playing basketball. And it drove me nuts. This is more of a one-off um, that if I was happening live, especially like if you're the guy that ran the touchdown, like you would love to have been on the screen the entire time. But um, that it, you you know you have a well-executed special teams play when you get five whole seconds of fake out onto a professional cameraman. Yep. All right. Uh, the last thing on the best of social media is – from that same game, this is a low light, though. So you have Appalachian State fans absolutely berating Marshall fans after they won. They won the game and they still acted like dickheads. Middle fingers. Fans are outrageous. You should not be yelling and saying things at a player that you would not say if he could come up in the stands. That's gross. It's ugly. I get cheer for your team, like laugh at the other team. That's all in bounds. But that is out of bounds. Like, why are you flipping somebody off who just lost anyway? Right. Or like. I remember it wasn't until I started covering high school football where I would hear opposing coaches thank the other team, like saying, hey, thank you for making us better today. And it was at that point I was like, why does anybody ever have any other perspective? And then after a pandemic, when we weren't even allowed to go to games, 
Why would you have anything other than gratitude for the ability to witness something like that? And then gratitude for being able to go out of there with a win. Yep. Like, come on, this is a poor reflection on all of Appalachian. I've been to that field. I know where those, those, the, those players exited. I, I you know, it, it's going to reflect poorly on the whole school and maybe it should. And, and I, and I hope, you know, I've, I've I feel bad because the internet's going to do its thing. We'll probably know 13 of those people's names by the end of the day. And then the school will have to address it with those people individually. I hope that they've lost the privilege of going to games altogether. At the same time, I've been that age. I did talk shit to an athlete coming out of the tunnel once. It was your teammate in a game that you played in. And when I realized how much bigger than me he was and how. Who was that? uh, Matt Jones. Oh, big Matt Jones. Yeah, he was 6'6", like 225, bro. He's not a little man. Yeah, I did everything I could to get his attention when I was probably like 18, 19 years old. And then when I got it and he uh, I mean, he really gave me his attention. Um, I realized very quickly that this man is 10 inches taller than me, uh, 50 pounds of mu- muscle uh, on me. And the only thing that was separating us was the chain link fence that used to be at Sun Devil Stadium. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm a complete dumbass and I should never do this again. So. You know, I, I I was young and dumb once, and so I don't want to act like I'm I'm holier than thou or anything like that. But like flipping people off and 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 being mob mentality and the look that it is that it's all just a bunch of like 19 year old white people screaming at black people, like all of it, just every bit of it's like, oh come on, man, it's gross. Yep. You guys, that's Reister wrong. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amson. Shoot us an email. I'm mad at unafraidshow.com. Shoot us a text, 818-293-7547. Have a great weekend. Catch you on Monday. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win three spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.